0: This is Paul Nobles from eatperform.com, and I am frantically trying to shut down my web browser. Otherwise, we'll get a lot of Facebook notifications. I am sitting here with Sarah Kumar. Uh, really? <laughs> it's already you starting me, off awesome. You want me
1: to just say my own name? How about that?
0: Yeah. Sarah Stoiber Kumar. Sarah Stoiber Kumar. And Lori Walsh, because today we're doing the app troubleshooting but before we get into all of that we've got a number of things so one of the things i was thinking of right off the bat was that we don't have any intro music and that if we had intro music one of the songs that's been playing in my head recently is that chain song right like let me take you to the border I'm, I'm probably butchering the words um but but we're never getting older right but in the song it talks about a Range Rover and then their rhyme, tattoo on your shoulder. Okay. I have a problem with this, like a big time problem with this because like a Range Rover is expensive, but like a tattoo on your shoulder is relatively not expensive. I mean, I get what you're trying to do there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe maybe they should have had like shoulder surgery or something like right. that's expensive. You know, a tattoo... It's like 150 bucks, you know. I mean, it depends on where you get it, I suppose. But um, I can't believe
2: they would make those lyrics.
0: Off. Do th- do those things bother you guys? I mean, or, or not really?
2: I look at it as a generational thing. It's a generational thing. These young twenties want their Land Rovers and their tattoos on their shoulder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> why? Hey, why not, Lori? Hey. Why are you hating? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yesterday I was driving. Um, we were driving to Minneapolis with my um, daughter and her boyfriend, and we were listening to music. Um, what uh, Open Mic Eagle was the name of the guy. And it was very, you know, um, racy lyrics and stuff like this. And I really liked it. Um, and then I played a song for them that I had heard. Um, <laughs> and it was sort of funny because really the best part of this song is the beginning and so I was like I was like what do you call the beginning it's not the bridge it's not he's like D- are the you intro he's like are you referring to the intro i was like first of all oh you live in st paul okay
1: we're so very fun. far
0: from st paul right now and it's going to be a long ass walk for you OK, so you need, to,
1: is funny.
0: you need to calm down with the disrespecting Paul, you know, but I did ask him, I said, does, does your mom and dad like, you know, do that? Do they enjoy this type of music? And he's like, oh, no, they'll never let me play this type yeah. of music. I, 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 I kind of never get that, you know, because like yeah. I'm I'm a dad and all I can think about is, you know, I don't want my daughters ever rebelling to the point where. You know, stripping is an option, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you so, you hold people down too much, man, and like some yeah. weird shit happens, and and so I don't know. I mean, as a parenting style, I I don't have like this iron fist, you know. Um,
1: I said to my kids the other day, they were listening. So Tommy said something, and it was it sounded a little off. I'm like, that. Why are you saying that? Like, why would you even say that? He's like, I just repeated the lyrics of Stevie's music. But I'm right. like Stevie, like what are you listening to? Like seriously, Stevie says to me. They both look at me dumbfounded and say, um, "Have you heard the music you listen to? <laughs> have you stopped to listen to the lyrics right. of what you listen to?"
0: Yeah. So the um, so I, I did have two things I wanted to talk about before we got got into um, app troubleshooting. Um, the one, the second one. It's probably not going to be awesome for our audience, but it was It was something that I thought of recently, and I was going to tell it to Mike and Brad. I was like, well, why don't I just say it on the podcast? Um, but I did want to start with um, your kids are going on a trip. Brianna's in uh-huh. Germany. And then Alice, for me, has started driving. So this was her first week driving to school. And my first thought when, you know, because uh, I don't know, Well, you know, we've obviously joked about this a million times, you know, Tommy driving to school, you know, with your car is like literally three blocks. I mean, you live in a small town with cows. The only thing that he's worried about is hitting a cow. Yeah, that is
1: not true. That is not true. It takes him 15 minutes to drive to school.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's not not true. You don't really have to worry about hitting cows because they're slow moving. Right. Oh, so stuck. so that is
1: You know
2: what? You're part. grounded.
0: That part is true. Although
2: my husband's hit a bear and I've never met anyone that's hit a bear. Like how do you hit a bear? By your it's house? Out, out in the road? She okay. So like,
0: so so I'm I'm not a hunter. Um
2: Oh my goodness. But
0: I'm not a I'm not anti-hunting. You know what I mean? Like do you boo, right? Um but huh. but <laughs> you, boo. So my family they are deer hunters. I have killed more deer with my car than they've shot. <laughs> <laughs> now we live in an area with a lot of deer, but I think that that's pretty funny. You know, I mean, it's not funny for the deer, obviously. I mean, we have. am sure we...
1: you probably, yeah, you probably remind them of that every time you see them.
0: You I know. don't. I don't. <laughs> I I mean, the the most brash that I ever got was really at the the cribbage tournament when i was singing we are the champions to the top of my lungs Um, but as a general rule i don't bring out the brash paul too much now i am gonna i'm gonna talk about a brash paul story here in a second but like there is no other way like my daughter has driven the route to her school that's an interesting story too my daughter is actually ending school she goes to a one-on-one school and mm-hmm. she ends in like three days and it's March. Oh crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because she can, she can, um, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, do, um, she can accelerate the pace based on, you know, how quickly she wants to be done. Um, So that's kind of interesting, but she's, she's taken that route a million times. And then you go, well, when would you let, like, what route would you let her do herself? You know, eventually Mm -hmm. you just got. I mean, part of driving, when you have someone in the car that's kind of helping you, you, you don't ever get to that point of relying on yourself. And so. I never. I mean, you you always know that you love your kids and stuff like that, but you never realize how much until you let them in a vehicle. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy.
0: Right. So we are gonna get to web app discussion in in just a second, and um, I'm I'm gonna start that off with a kind of a, a funny note, but um so okay this is not relevant will very likely take away from the podcast but ultimately um this was an instance where i was a little brash and you know one of the things i really you know have not talked a whole lot about is my previous life you know as a poker player i mean people know that i played poker um and it was mostly online poker um and uh probably well once i started to get fit um i really didn't play poker very much and to the point where i wasn't playing for almost a year or two and so one night you know every night they had like this big poker tournament that was for you know a decent amount of money and um i was like you know what you know i don't have a lot going on i'm just gonna play this poker tournament just see what happens um and I was a very popular person playing online poker for a couple reasons um one I won a lot right right um but the reason why I was most popular was because I would talk in chat and um I uh, I would type in lyrics yeah, I would type in lyrics to songs that I was listening to at the time. Uh, oh because, like, you're sitting there for hours, you know, you're mostly folding. And then I, yeah. I would talk to the people that were on the rail. Like, like like the way that they do it is they have, like, these trackers. And, you know, if your friend signs on, you can go visit him at his poker table and say hi to him. That's you cool. Know? Yeah. And so, so, like, hundreds of people would come to my table because, you know, I was trying to be funny and talking to people and trying to, you know, keep it keep it engaged. And then of course, as we were playing, I would say to people, you know, come on. You know I'm bluffing, right? Uh-huh. I you know, I'm yeah. t- I'm tight. T- I I've been bluffing the whole time, you know. I do not friend. have it. You know, I cannot possibly have it every single time. When are You're you guys going to stand up to me, right? And so So it's sort of a, you know, it's a common thing. And definitely, you know, whenever I was on TV, we actually, when I was on TV for the World Series of Poker, I was against a guy named Daniel Negreanu. And he's known for being a talker. And we were talking back and forth the whole time. They got a little bit of it in the broadcast, but not not to the extent, because, I mean, at one point, um some of the things that i was doing in poker a lot of people didn't catch up to later and even daniel didn't catch up to it till later um but i called i called him in a very weird spot and uh, you know i could potentially put you know the hero of all these people so a lot of the people on the rail they're there to watch daniel negrano they're not there to watch me they don't even know who i am you know, but they're liking the fact that we're talking to each other.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: they're liking the fact that, that it's funny back and forth. Yeah, and and,
1: chemistry people are drawn to that. Yeah.
0: And so, so I can't remember. Um, I think, I think I had a seven, um, and he had queen five. So he pushed all in with queen five and I had a seven. So I was in the lead, you know, not by a lot. It's like 60, 40, um, and, uh, you know, he ends up hitting, you know, a queen or a five. I can't remember. Um, it didn't really matter to me because I wasn't going out of the tournament. But it, he would have been out, right? And so I had him all in a bunch of times, and he would have been out. He he wasn't out. Ultimately, I did not win $9 million, and therefore I am here <laughs> here trying to solve fat loss problems, right? So
1: Thankfully, you're here.
0: So – yeah and and i think what happened for you know a lot of people don't realize is that that lifestyle is kind of miserable you know you're you're kind of hanging on the edge all the time and um i
1: couldn't even imagine
0: yeah and so uh so i i you know i'm playing this tournament it was literally the last tournament i ever played um and uh you know once people started to realize that I was at the table, a lot of people started showing up and saying hi and oh my God, same as it ever was, you know, Beanie's in the lead again. And um, um That's awesome. through like some level of talking and, and anyway, so I win the tournament, um, which was a significant amount of money. It was like twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. Um wow. and for like a hundred dollar investment. And um wow. And my last the the last thing I ever typed into an online poker chat was um the uh what was it um they say in beanie's back uh I never went nowhere right I didn't I never went nowhere they say in beanie's back most people don't know that that I had a nickname right and so
1: that's so funny my
0: nickname in my gym is beanie and my online poker nickname was beanie and um I guess a lot of people don't know that I own Beanie Baby stores um, all over the country for a long time. So, so anyway, that uh, I, I'm sure most people don't like the idea of me being a braggart online, um, but you kind of do whatever it is that is your angle to get the money, right? Yeah. And um, and for me, it yeah. was fun. Yes, and also it's it's mostly dudes. Right, so yeah. it's it's dudes talking to dudes, you know. So right. so guys tend to respect that a little bit more, or or don't mind it near as much. I know my wife. So yeah. My wife was listening to one of the podcasts that that uh, I listen to regularly. She's like, "How can you listen to that trash?" You know. I just like I don't know. I don't I don't internalize it. It's not like you know. Yeah. Um, but what were you gonna say? Nothing. I just think it's funny. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So let's get to the app discussion because obviously that's the the main crux of the thing today. Okay. So not everybody's going to like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to put it in the context that I hope everyone understands. Remember when we all had flip phones, right? And we had that flip phone and you could call home and you could let your, you know, do we need bread, honey? Yes, we do need bread. It was awesome. Right. And then all of a sudden, everybody started seeing the iPhones and, and smartphones started to come along. But a lot of people didn't really jump to that next level. Now Lori has left. Right. and so, <laughs> Lori has left. And so she was like the main person that we were gonna be talking to. I don't know He's where she back. went Um but uh
1: We multitask Paul, okay, all day long. We are crazy multitaskers. She's got this.
0: But I mean I remember going from my flip phone to my iPhone and remember Hating life and remembering that my flip phone was better, right? And because there is pain. And same thing with the right. computer. I've got a, my computer's probably a little slow right now. I'm probably due for a new computer. Why am I not getting a new computer? Because I know I've got that two to three months of pain to try and figure it out, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what a lot of people don't realize with the app is that it's two to three months old, right? There is nothing technically wrong with the app. Could it be more intuitive? Absolutely, we're working towards that. Most of the issues that people have with the app though is really the connections between the things that they're trying to connect. So let me give you an example of what I mean. So we were talking to Someone actually, a former employee that used to work with us at, at E to perform. And she was saying to me um, that, you know, no one uses their trend sheet. It's too confusing. It's very overwhelming and this and that. And I said, well, that's not a trend sheet problem. And she kind of took issue with what I was saying at that point. And I said, look, at the end of the day, people are buying results. From us, right. right? They're trying to get information from us to help them get results, and so right. if that person was getting results, they would have no tra- problem doing that trend sheet, you know. Um, and at the, you know, when you look at it, when you look at the crux of the situation, even you know if you know because most of the people that are that are struggling to go over to the web app right now. They've gotten real comfortable with their trend sheets. The only problem is, is yep. we can get through hundreds of reviews very quickly in the app, whereas it takes like 10 to 15 seconds just to load a trend sheet, right? The time when you're dealing with hundreds of people. So to me, the, the, the benefit, right? You're, you're logging manually into a trend sheet anyway, right? Um, maybe you can pull your MFP, but you still have to get us some information. Right. Or you can manually put into, you know, the app or the web app. Now, the both have auto pull function, and I get that it's very frustrating that you don't know how the Fitbit thing works, and... You know, it's very difficult to communicate that on a million different devices to a million different people compared to like what their their level is. You know, I was talking to um, one of our developers who's just coming on, and you know, he signed up no problem at all. And I was like, "Did you find it hard?" And he said, "No, I didn't." He's like, "But I think my mom would." I was like, yeah. So I think that's our challenge is to try and figure out a way that his mom could do it, you know, because most of the issues that people are having is just how their health kit talks to the app. Right. And how the Fitbit talks to the app. And so um, the one thing that that I will say happens for a lot of folks, you know, and I, you know, right now I would say as a percentage, Lori, what would you say is the percentage of people struggling with the app compared to the web app right now? Oh, the the app itself, I probably under 1%. Right. The web app right. is greater because they, because they went through the pain, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, remember we had to invent the swipe up. We had to, to, to right. you know, once the graphs came in, stuff like this. So so a lot of that stuff was really not, you know, nothing changed in the app, right? The app, the mm-hmm. function of the app is really the same. There's nothing, you know, but when people get frustrated, they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in the app, and then it would right. crash their their Fitbit API, right? So how do you explain to someone who, you know, is not super technology person, you know. Hey, you just crashed the Fitbit API. It's like, well, okay. What's an API, and why are you even telling me this? It's like, um, okay. So, so that's a little bit. Um, but I think I think ultimately, you know, I I would challenge everyone, you know, to think of it that way, right? If you're not getting the results, any little thing's gonna be frustrating to you. And I think ultimately what you bought is a higher level of communication with the highest levels of eat the perform, including myself, Brad, Sarah, Lori, right? Yeah. The app gives you that, right? And yes, there may right. be a certain level of pain to get it, right? Now there's going to be – oh, shoot. Um, there's a glass right next to me. Um, <laughs> There's going to be a certain amount of people. Right. That are still like, but I love my trend sheet. Look, you can live on your trend sheet island over here. No problem. We'll figure out a way. You know, I wish, you know, like I, I did say to people and I, and I hope that people take this to heart. We don't know if you're in the trend sheet. You know, it just looks like you're not logging. So when right. you either set up your app or, in a, you know, send us a note, you know, something that says I'm using my trend sheet. Because otherwise, we're not going. We're not going to check their churn sheet. We're 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 going to think you that you're mm-hmm. not logging. So if you communicate with us, that allows us to communicate with you. At the end of the day, would we rather you be in the in the web app and the app? Absolutely. You know. Um, I,
1: I right, also that's how you know, you're going to get the most out of it. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, that's how you're going to receive the most communication from coaches is yeah. by being in
0: the apps.
2: I think the well, um, also the auto reviews. Really is the big thing. The auto
0: reviews know, is review. yeah. The auto Get reviews the is the game changer for for everyone and and people mm-hmm. are like well I, you know, um, I you know I I've been in fat loss for six months and I'm really struggling. It's like <laughs> you know well you know first of all you shouldn't be in a fat loss phase for six months. You shouldn't okay. be struggling like that. And if you're on auto review, that wouldn't happen. You know, mm-hmm. because we're going to push you one way or the other. So you're reaching your goals. So ultimately, if you're trying to reach your goals, you know the app is going to be a little bit of the ticket. And before we get into, you know, a number of things, I just want to let everyone understand that it it's very rewarding for us to, like, if you go into Trend Sheets Group right now, you would think everybody's having a problem with the app, right? Mm-hmm. About 2,200 people use the app every single day. I mean, when you look at that big, long thread, right? Mm-hmm. 97% of the people are using the app in that thread, right? right? So I I get that there's some level of pain to starting it off. But from our standpoint, you know, like setting up this, this really cool technology, it, it's fun. I mean, we definitely think that it's... It's a game changer for a lot of stuff, but it is kind of like being, being asked to get kicked in the junk, you know, like for (laughs) real, you know, um, because you put out this thing and it's awesome. And every time we update, right. There's just something that somebody, I mean, think about it. You, you know, the majority of people cannot communicate with Mm -hmm these app developers and that's why apps just go off to the wayside in this graveyard. We're able to communicate and give you guys updates and obviously we try to give you guys a lot of updates and, and and give you things that you're not even considering. I guarantee you the next two to three updates that you're gonna see, most of you had maybe thought of but didn't think of them in the way that they're being designed and and that's gonna be super, super helpful. Okay, so I think probably the best place to start is why does my My MyFitnessPal numbers not match the app? Because clearly MyFitnessPal is over here, and they're big, gigantic MyFitnessPal, and you're this little bitty app, so clearly your app is messed up. Actually, our app is not messed up. It's MyFitnessPal, and it's well known that they're messed up. It, they've been messed up for a while. There's a million different reasons why MyFitnessPal can be messed up, but let me give you two or three scenarios, and then Sarah and Lori can come up with two or three scenarios. The scenario that's most common is Bob from Wausau. Okay? So there's <laughs> there's this drunk guy, Bob from Warsaw. One of the problems, like when when – under Armour bought MyFitnessPal. The the common critique was how could they pay that much for user submitted data? Right? They didn't even have verified, you know, data at that point. And they were really mostly buying the list, you know. Now they have more verified data, you know, premium subscriptions, all those things did not exist. Um but Basically, when you look at how we do it, okay, and why it's it's the most correct way to do it, right, um, is we're multiplying carbs by four, right, multiplying protein by four and fats by nine. And so when Bob from Warsaw gets frustrated and he's like, how many carbs was it in that hamburger? I don't know, 19 you know and then you do the math and it doesn't add up to 19 i mean you can reverse engineer all this stuff every single entry that you have you can find the entries that are off right but um Mm -hmm. i think what ends up happening and and to a certain extent i get it right like like there's a number of people learning to use the app right now and Mm -hmm. so because this thing is wrong Naturally, everything is wrong, and the reality is is that MyFitnessPal is known to be six to ten percent off, right? Yeah, yeah. Rounding errors is, is another. Lori, give me give me another scenario. Those are
2: probably the two major ones. Those um, are the, but net, like the net numbers. carbs,
0: some people. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, people, if sugar alcohols are involved, right? Calories are... a right. And then Bob from Wausau is like, you know, I read in a podcast or I heard in a podcast that that corn, because it has fructose, actually counts as six, not four. Okay. So I put in six, you know, and right. Bob from Wausau.
2: Oh, and then you got people who are not into it for like the, the macros. They're just into it for the calorie count. So they don't put in macros. So then you have like, you know. Yeah. People that create. the Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So they'll create yeah, an entry and, a... then, and then and what people don't understand is you create the entry and it's wrong and then someone else comes along and says hey that's a wrong entry but you put it in for breakfast and then you check back at dinner time and you're 300 <laughs> calories short right? yeah and then it's not our fault <laughs> like, I have two ice cream sandwiches
0: i have room right
2: that's because mfp said yeah that jerk over there didn't put the macros in or right. didn't put the right, right calories in so now it changes that
0: now there are a number of scenarios, though, that no one can explain, right? Right. You totally. Know, um, right. that are verified entries. Um, it, it just it seems like quality control with the database at MyFitnessPal at some point got really off, right? And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but that's also why you know we don't allow you guys to manually move your calories, right? Right. So and we talk about it work. on
1: welcome calls, on the welcome coaching calls, this comes up a lot. And number one, you know, you have to remember, everybody likes to see the greens, that's what the issue is, right? They're like, but I, I, you know, I know I was doing the right thing, and I, but you have to bring yourself back to remember why you're here. It's not about food perfection. It's okay. I know everybody wants to see greens, but it's not about green.
2: all green. I mean, ask Brad, he tells me like stop going over all the
1: time. I mean, and, um, let's be you, you can change your macros. You can manually click that button and adjust it if you really, really want to see those greens. But ultimately it's not about food perfection either. Remember, yeah. you know, there's a big enchilada here. That's just one piece of it.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I mean the, the, I never even realized that green, red and orange would be a thing, you Mm -hmm. know, but, but now, you know, that I've been introduced to all of you OCD people, um, which by the way, my wife is also one. Um, she's like, look, I'm all green today. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know? um, Right. But okay, so so let's let's start digging into some of the questions. So so okay. Becky is saying, "How are the auto reviews done if there are people who struggle with the app? I'm not able to enter my weight and then the web app doesn't update regularly." Okay, so for someone in her situation that is struggling to like what would you say, Lori, is the main issue there? She probably just does not know how to sync her Fitbit. Is that is that the main issue?
2: Can you repeat the question? Because my internet slowed down tremendously.
0: <laughs> I didn't even hear it. So she's saying how are the – I mean I can speak to the auto-review portion, but how are the auto-reviews done, if there are people who struggle with the app, I'm not able to enter my weight, and then the web app doesn't update regularly. I mean – Well, if you're putting your weight in MFP, it'll pull through,
2: but some people have an issue that it pulls through in kilograms. So you should be able to adjust it manually and save it.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm not understanding with her question. See, this is where I think that we're, we're kind of having this, this two different discussions. So on the one hand, you would be willing to put it in manually on a trend sheet, right? On the other hand, like if, if, you were struggling with the weight. Now I think the issue that she's really talking about, though, is that she puts in her weight, and then um, like it's really the order of how she's pulling the macros compared to the weight, and then how it saves. Is that correct? So, like for instance, if you put in okay, your weight,
1: save my data.
0: well then her steps need to be under ten k.
2: And the sodium needs are going to be six hundred. Now, some people have that update. I do. Some don't. That's with the web app. Yeah. This is the web app.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you clear, yeah. if then you get the green button. But if you, if so, it's over those amounts, okay. But but she needs to hear what you're just saying. Okay. So one, if you clear your cash, right, you'll probably fix that problem. Okay. Um. But two, what you're saying is. Is that if your steps are over 10k or sodium's over 600, this was this has already been fixed. It's just a lot of you guys are working on a cash version, um, and I I'm trying to think. I think I could probably give people the the little scrubber that we use. Um,
2: I, clearing their cookies up or no?
0: Yeah, it probably would. I mean, the scrubber would probably just freak them out, right? Um because it's like it's, another language. <laughs> it's like a million different characters and yeah it's like some of it's in Jap- Japanese um but um, so what you're saying is is that her saving issue is related to the fact that she wants to put in um steps higher than 10,000 sodium is 600 if you you if you clear your cache it should bring you to the newest version of the web app and then that should fix the saving problem
1: Oh, there and we then go. she said, "It's
0: not updating. The web app is not updating regularly."
2: Yeah. The, um, well, that's one complaint. People will say that it pulls once a day. Yeah. You know, like in the in the regular phone app, it'll automatically pull from Fitbit the first time you open it. After that, you have to swipe up. Yeah. Right, but on the web app, it pulls like that, but then they're never able to get it open. So some people just wait till the night time to open the web app. For a now,
0: I haven't done it recently but all i did was when i you know this is this is actually one of the things let me let me finish uh, remind me about that um of a potential fix for that issue okay. um but in terms of auto reviews um if you say that you are using your trend sheet we will get to it ultimately though part of this podcast is to get people to where they can they can use it and i think the problems that she's having are, aren't aren't real problems they're just kind of usability issues that we're we're working through um and and once again you know we you know we run into these problems where as we try to fix problems people say wouldn't it be cool to have sodium yeah it'd be awesome to have sodium but it's going to mess things up for a day or two you know and and the reality is is that this is you know even even since the the you know, the the regular app has only started January 15th, you know, Um, and so we're we can work through the bugs as a team, but you're never going to work through all of the bugs when you have 2200, 25, well 2700 people, you know, working on different devices. In terms of the auto reviews, we just get auto reviews sent to us every single day, and so we go in, we look and see, are the people logging? Um. Now, honestly, I I'd say I maybe one a day that says that they're still using their trend sheet. You know, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not common. You know, I think once people make the leap, they just go all the way. You know, um, and I I I, I think here I just want to say this one thing because I do think it's really super important. I think if you're paralyzed. By seeing the other people that might be struggling, right, um, it's it's going to hurt you, right, and it's not going to allow you to take advantage of the things that ultimately we're bringing to the table. I mean, you know, with the introduction of the trend sheets, we didn't charge people for that. With the introductions of of the app and the reviews and and the way that we're doing things, these are all add-ons, right? To what, you know, that that we are working our face off to accomplish for you guys, you know. Um, and so I apologize that um, some of the troubleshooting and getting you guys up to speed on how it works um, is a little difficult and there's some pain involved. But I do believe that it's worth it. You know, like I was listening to this podcast yesterday and they were talking about how LeBron James is like a pain in the butt but you get to win a basketball championship if you have Le- LeBron James on your team. So okay. you know, it's either worth it to you or it's not, you know? And we hope that it is worth it to you. Um, the other thing in terms of the Fitbit, and, and I might have this wrong, so don't don't, you know, um, more often than not, so so this is what happens. you wake up, your Fitbit automatically sinks, right? So you go into the app, you've logged a few things, and poof, it's there or it's not there, right? More often than not, when your data's not there, it's because your Fitbit hasn't synced, and then once you hit sync your Fitbit, you have to hit, um, you have to restart, redo your browser, right? So, you refresh,
1: f- your browser, pal? refresh your browser refresh your re- browser yeah refresh
0: cuz it won't it won't update the numbers until you do that so you have to both sync your you know i mean you have to look at the order in which it's going right so so you're your you're logging your my Fitness pal it goes to fitbit and then it talks to the app so you kind of have to do it in that order right so you 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 log your food you sync it your fitbit and then and and you go, well, um, this seems like a lot of work. Once again, it's either worth it or it's not, but you always have the option to manually enter, right? Right. And right. and if the problem is, see, this was what we found with the app, right? And this is we had you know, we wouldn't even need to swipe up if it weren't for the fact that like people would just go nuts back and forth, you know? Right. And it would like you know, like Fitbit was saying to us, we're not going to allow you to use the API, you know, until your app is more stable. I'm like, our app is stable. It's just, you know, um,
1: our users are not. <laughs> I was one of them. I when we first got it, I'm
0: like, what the
1: heck? Swipe, swipe, swipe. yeah, yeah. What? Let me swipe again.
0: Make I remember, remember, remember Cari- count
1: that gram of sugar. Hang on, swipe.
0: <laughs> yeah, Gary. Cari- Carrie Umford. Yeah, no, like. like came in trying to crash the database. Uh, like, oh my God. Like, please don't do that. See you all know? oh um, the other people
2: hired. We're all crazy. That's
0: so um, so Lauren's saying, is there a way to see the notes in the app? I know you I can see notes through the web app, but I don't want to look at the web app because it messes up my app. Um there is not, but that is coming. That is actually one of the big features that um, we will bring to you guys and then it it will be like taking a pan to the face because we don't yes. <laughs> like like we don't know, you know what problems ultimately I mean there's a lot of stuff that happens on the back end, you know, I mean, I'm not like a technology guy. You know, we have a dev team and that dev team works and what?
1: no, you are an IT guy. You are totally an IT guy now.
0: Well, I I have I am better at working through some of these problems because I, I can No, kind of... you know
1: what? Sorry, Lori is the IT guy. Oh,
0: are you joking? Lori. Like Lori is yes. Lori yes. is the, super the superstar sweet. there. Um but that is coming. So so okay, I so Lorna, um, I don't know if you're in group coaching or not, but if you were yes. in group coaching. Yes, she is. Well, then she should see. She should be able to see the images that I posted, right?
1: She's been on vacation
2: though, so she probably hasn't been
0: around. Okay. Yeah, but,
2: but we see her notes. That was the one part she asked. Because we, we don't look at – we look at a web application, a back-end web application that we see their notes, if they're worried about. But they don't notify us. No, so she's
0: saying like, she wants to see her notes. On yeah, they her want to see phone, a
2: her.
0: right? Not only will you be able to see your notes, it's actually going to look like a conversation. And if you're in group coaching,
1: <laughs> you an IT guy.
0: Yeah, but if you're <laughs> if you're in group coaching, you will actually have the ability to message your coach within the app. And then you go, that sounds really cool. I should join group coaching. Not so fast. We're not selling group coaching. You know. Um we want to make sure that we're testing it with the current group and then right. you know we'll potentially open open that up. But So um, I'm
1: going to scroll back to earlier questions yeah, go ahead. so I don't lose that. Just um one of the first questions is will the web app update eventually? We answered that question. It updates once a day, so best thing to do is do it in the evening, Laurie.
0: Well, is it is it right to say that the web app doesn't update more than once a day though like i i don't i don't feel like that's correct i, I think know. i think if you don't know the order that it goes from my fitness pal to, to fitbit you know like you have to log your food you have to sync your fitbit then you have to you know um if you were already in the web app then you potentially have to refresh your browser right so if you're okay. checking that order then it'll be fine but We do kind of get this, you know, I get where people are asking questions like, you know. um,
1: But I think the best answer is you can always manually update it. I mean, you can always do that at any point. Don't you think, though,
0: a little bit of what Christy's frustration. Look, I want to make sure she understands that we understand the frustration. She's not frustrated to the point where she's frustrated because she has the manually. Right. She doesn't want to manually update. Right. Yeah. See, this is where, you know, I, I kind of say, I mean, definitely the onus is on us to make this product the best we can. So you guys hang around and we can help you get results and and do all this and that. At the end of the day though, did you buy an app or did you buy coaching? Because most coaching right now You know, it's going to cost you anywhere from a 100 to $200 a month, right? And they're going to give you a Google sheet and they're going to say, fill this out for me, right? And we're saying to them, to those systems, why are we still doing it that way? You know, like whenever I have to go into a a trend sheet, I feel like I go in a time machine back to 1984. I mean, like I just... I can't stand trend sheets, you know.
1: And you now, mess them up in group coaching calls all the time.
0: Well, I mess them up because there's a million things to mess up, right? I know. And there's and too many
2: formulas.
0: Yeah, and so break. so the so the app is just much more intuitive. Um and, and, and once again, I think I I think what we really want to kind of, you know, let people know is that there's a very small subset of problems that people think that they have, you know? Um, The reality is, is that there's not these enormous problems, you know? And the fact that you can go into your browser and message me or Brad, like, I kind of hope that everybody wants to be able to do that, right? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, so... if there is some pain i'm not you know once again i think i compared myself to lebron james let's just be clear i'm not saying i'm lebron james but i am saying that that i think i do know how to help you guys and that level of communication is better and this is why i know it's better because we have all these people coming back and they're like wow this is so amazing you know and they're not saying that the app is amazing i think the app is kind of amazing just from the standpoint of what it does and how it does it there's really nothing similar to it in the health and fitness industry um you could look at my fitness pal and stuff like that hey go to my fitness pal tell me how that's working for you right Right. with no guidance my fitness pal is not helping folks you know Mm -hmm. you need the guidance so So, hold on hold on this is really important okay it's the guidance that makes the difference okay and so so we're going to work to it's a little bit more intuitive to be honest with you the good majority of you guys you're just going to figure out how it works it's not that it works bad right to a certain extent we're always going to be at the whim of Fitbit updates, at the whim of HealthKit updates, um, I will say I think HealthKit's a better option. Now, as I say that, it's like asking for a frying pan to the face, um, <laughs> but 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 I can tell you that the way that HealthKit works is it pulls everything into your phone and then the app pulls it off of your phone, right? So it's not like all this nebulous thing going on in the cloud and APIs over here and stuff like that. If you get your stuff hooked up right between HealthKit, you're good. What is the most common stuff that people have with HealthKit? Because I remember for myself, the yeah. biggest thing that that happened for me was I was messing with all the different, you know, um, settings within HealthKit and within the app. And it just messed everything up. And then I, I did the, the one trick, you know, that we've all learned about computers forever. I just deleted my MyFitnessPal. And then... So, you know, downloaded a new MyFitnessPal, then hooked it up to HealthKit, hooked up HealthKit to my app, and then it worked, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Right. But if MyFitnessPal and HealthKit aren't talking to each other, right? So that's really the issue because you can look at your HealthKit and you can go, why is my HealthKit saying 47 carbs? I ate 347 carbs. One very well-known thing within HealthKit, though, is if you hook up your MyFitnessPal to your HealthKit um, at 1230, it may just show you the macros from 1230. And if that bugs you, if you're like a person that likes your stuff green and you can't handle an orange, that's going to bug you, right? So don't set it up. Until like midnight, you know, the night before or 6 a.m. in the morning because it will bother you. So go ahead. What were you going to say, Sarah? Is
1: there going to be sodium in the app?
0: Sodium. Awesome. Yeah. Sodium is currently in the web app and, yes, it's going to be in In the iPhone. Yeah. The next um, version of the iPhone app probably isn't coming for, you know, two to three weeks just because we have a number of updates and the one that uh, we have alluded to that uh, is basically if you look at the where your notes are right now okay that's going to be your ETP journal and all your notes and communications are going to be in there and so Um, One of the things that it will do, once again, these are not things that's going to happen tomorrow, but it will send you a notification that it's March 1st, which is a great time to do your progress measurements. Um,
1: That's awesome.
0: Progress pictures, um, probably... There's a million issues with progress pitchers. We can get around all the issues with progress pitchers if everybody's okay with all their progress pitchers being public. Um, If they're not, then you have a million different problems that opens us up to a bunch of things that ultimately, you know, there's sort of, like, problems we don't need to have, right? Right. Right. and and my thought process as the owner of eat to perform is just to protect the clients right um and so i know people aren't thinking they're like oh that would be so awesome if sarah could see my picture and see how well i'm doing um you know you have all kinds of issues with that you know um from the standpoint of how secure is it you know um who's seeing it you know all that kind of stuff um okay so you had a question
1: Brianna's so we kind of covered this um she got the web app what were the notes for can I ask questions or is it just like how I'm doing can I make as many notes as I want and we want you to make as many notes as possible
0: Okay, but some some of you do get a little crazy with the notes. Um, like, like there are people that do like forty notes in a day. Like that, you might be you might be overdoing the notes a little bit. Um, I I suspect that they're all like carry on for like trying to you know destroy the database. Um, I think what they're doing though, from what I've heard, is that they they are
2: setting the date back for a note and every but is posting it only to the day to today's date. So I think a lot of those notes are meant for like days prior and oh, it's all getting posted
0: in one. That's interesting. That's I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, another
1: good question. Um, where would I ask a trend sheet question now? Like I need advice sooner than my two week review. I asked another coach through messenger and they told me to ask my coaches in trend sheets. I haven't gotten a response though.
0: Um you in the app. Yeah, yeah you would That's wanna, why you want to yeah. sign up to the web app and request a review in the app right right which um, how are I realize is sort of frustrating you're like well I have this thing you know um, I, you know the the simple fact of the matter is is that you know tagging coaches we are all being tagged so many times. This is why request a review, you know, it, it it's like, well, I would like it to work this way because that's easiest for me. Right. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and to a certain extent, that's kind of what we're saying with the request a review <coughs> with the web app or the app. But at the same time, um. We need all things flowing in one direction because if you have a million different things scattered a million different ways, then you run into problems.
1: Okay. So I have to disconnect and reconnect my Fitbit every day. Any fix for this? I would also recommend the five day trend line for a wait and not having the number range go to zero for future updates. Do
0: you guys know what she's talking about there?
1: Jared says, "I have
0: to disconnect and reconnect my. My every audio day. is coming. Okay, so Lori's, Lori's uh connection is a little bit weird right now. Oh, she can't. Hear. Um, but um, I'm back. I don't know what's going on here with the internet, but yeah. Right so, what was, the, what was the question? I
1: have to disconnect and reconnect my thippet every day. Okay, can I'm we just... can we
0: take one question at a time? Okay, so um. Disconnecting and reconnecting Fitbit every single day, that seems odd. Um is it Are they connected to Fitbit in both the web app and in iOS? You can't you can't do this both. You have to, you have to right. pick. Yeah.
2: And they can't be disconnecting on the iOS and then reconnecting in the web app. It has to stay in one or the other. Yeah. I but
1: don't a lot
2: of
1: I think he's talking about the web app because he's talking about the five day trend line per week.
2: Well, that's in both
1: it, okay
2: because that's just a, that's the graph
1: yeah
0: but what's I mean, a, what happened what is a is lot the, of the
2: ios people were connected and the web app came out and they're like oh i want to play with yes. that too but it's you can't
0: well and 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 <laughs> was, laurie was laurie, laurie was the first one to be frustrated with that and i said <laughs> that's a feature right because once again Fitbit does not want you um, calling your APIs from different devices with the same account, right? It opens right. you know them up to all kinds of data issues. Um, but read me the weight thing. I don't understand that. Okay. Do you understand it, Lori?
1: Would also recommend the five-day trend line for weight and not having the number oh! to
0: zero. I understand it. Yep, yeah, I agree with you. In fact, we, we we definitely agree with you. That's something that got dropped. What he's saying is is that if he doesn't weigh himself every single day, that...
2: His trend line is funky.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That, you know, the sad part about that is, is that that occurred to us four months ago. Um, <laughs> if they don't weigh... Okay. All right. So we'll 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 add that but you know, once again, it's not a it's not a thing where we just snap our fingers and it's done, so it'll be a couple of weeks away. Um any other questions that are coming up right now that Uh no. So so that brings up an interesting point, right, Lori? Um I think if people knew this, it would fix a lot of issues. And I don't know what Rebecca Morgan is saying here, but, um, to the way that it would work best, if you want to look at it, right. You don't hook up your, so you have the app, right. And you swipe up and you update all your stuff. You do not have your Fitbit connected to the web app, right. And then you go right. in and refresh your browser; all your stuff will be there. Right. <laughs> like, like I think we just blew everyone's mind with what we just said. You know?
2: Well, I think a lot of people got excited about the web app, like it offers more features, or they think it does than, like, because you could see the notes, right? Or you can't see the notes in iOS.
0: Yeah. Well, I but mean, we're working I would, on
2: those things when
0: when that piece comes out. I think most people are going to be like yeah I don't have any time for this web app. I mean well, the other thing people are having a hard time too with and I've said it to others but
2: it's good to say here is don't open the web app on your phone browser. It's not meant to you're going to have glitchiness. It's not going to come across right. It's oh, not yeah. formatted for the web, you know.
0: Yeah, we never
2: for the computer.
0: We never ever 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 you know designed or optimized and and you know I know I, you know the first question we always get whenever we talk about anything is when's the Android app coming out? Um, we're, we're still weeks away from that. Um, but uh, you know I, I think ultimately three months from now we're going to be looking back and I, I think it's just a matter of like I said, you know when you get a new phone, You know, I mean, why, why don't people, you know, I I mean, the Google pixel looks awesome. I'm not buying a Google pixel, right? Because I'm in the Apple infrastructure. I don't want to move to a whole nother infrastructure and learn that infrastructure. Right. So I think once we get people to the point where they see the value of communicating with the coaches. So they're willing to go through some level of pain and realize this actually isn't all that bad, you know um once i kind of understand the direction of how it goes but let, let's talk about that real quick and we'll we can kind of end on that note um so if you have a fitbit okay um fitbit is the hub right so basically um it's it's kind of weird because fitbit is the hub and health kit's the hub but you have to connect to them through the other sites right right um like for instance on my fitness pal you have to connect your health kit or your fitbit through the my fitness pal site so it seems like my fitness pal is the hub but it's really fitbit or health kit that's the hub Mm-hmm. Lori might be sleepy because she's giving me no facial expression you would be good at poker by the way like, like I'm like yeah. I don't know what she's thinking you yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: know well f- and one thing we always come in co- contact with is people are like and I looked at like Jen Patterson and I were going through this they are looking for health kit through MFP but you have to do that one through the web app of MFP
0: yes. it won't
2: show up on your computer the apps right and if you don't have an apple phone health kit's not going to show up on mfp either on the app because
0: and it will not show and it will not show up um on an ipad iPad. yeah right you know which i think sucks
2: you cannot connect to fitbit through your mfp app it has to be done on a computer that's another thing people don't know and they try to do it through the app they're saying it's not connecting it's not pulling things through have you done it through Your computer. Open up MFP, go to the apps tab, go down and choose connect to Fitbit.
0: Yeah. I will say, okay.
1: Hold on a second because I just want to get. And so HealthKit has to be connected on your phone app?
2: Through your phone app of MFP. Phone app. Otherwise, it won't show up as an app to connect to because it needs an Apple product.
0: Which, by the way, it's not going to do it. The next frying pan to the face moment is going to be when we start integrating Google Fit. Right, because Google Fit works like Health Kit, and um, Google Fit is the same. Like what? what these companies? Okay, this is. Th- there's three things that that, or at least two things that people need to understand. Okay, they're not trying to solve your computer problem. They don't believe that computers will exist in four years right? Like, like everything is being integrated towards mobile. So if you think of everything from the standpoint of being on your phone and accessible through your phone, that will help you a lot. Um, The other thing that's really important and, you know, to a certain extent, this is, this is, will always be the case. They're all fighting for your data because they want to control Your purchasing decisions, right? So it's like, well, why can't I just hook up my Fitbit to my health kit? It's for a reason, right? Fitbit doesn't, you know, Fitbit and Apple, you know, historically have a very um, contentious relationship. They used to be very friendly and they would sell Fitbits in the Apple store and everybody was all happy until they came up with the Apple Watch and Fitbit was like, now you're trying to put us out of business and so so fitbit went in this direction because they were a large portion of the market um and so when you see like your apple um like your your fitbit updates um but it doesn't hold the token and you have to reconnect your fitbit that's a little bit because apple and fitbit don't like each other right uh-huh mm-hmm. You know, and they're intentionally making it a little bit more difficult. I mean, most people understand that Apple kind of has their way. That Apple wants to do it, and you're gonna conform or you know get off our phone. You know, right? Um, and
2: well, the other thing that people bring up too with Health Kit is that it's not pulling sleep correctly, uh, and that's not our fault either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> that's it, just that's it, again the Health Kit and Fitbit thing because. However, they break up sleep. However, Fitbit's tracking sleep or from another app.
0: The, it's way, the way health plug it in. The way you look at it is just go into your health kit, just go into your health kit and see what it's recording for sleep, right? And you know why is it reproducing it? I mean that happens occasionally in Fitbit, right? Where it will double entry um, things occasionally, you know, like when there's a new mm-hmm. update and stuff, and, and then they figured that out. So Jennifer Preci, I don't know if this was asked, so I apologize. I, was just... I apologize. As we're talking about using multiple apps at the same time, web and iOS, we're not talking about that. We're actually saying you have to pick one, right? Now, if your primary is iOS and you want to sign in on your web app to see the notes, you can do that. But do not hook up your Fitbit. You will not like what happens. Um, but only hooking really up helped. Fitbit to one <laughs> as the driver of the data so to speak, can we look into multiple iOS devices at the same time? Again, only having one drive. Um, So if you use your phone as the primary device, right? um, You'll be fine and it will move over to the web app and you'll be able to see the data. If you, yeah,
2: again,
0: right, but if you start, connecting it to your ipad and then connecting just you the long story short is use your um i'm just trying to think i this i've not done i i've not tried this so i don't know what it would be like actually you know i have signed in on my wife's ipad on my account right and then it you know i swipe up and it shows me the stuff that i Mm -hmm. logged on my phone Um, But if – yeah, I'm just trying to think how that would work because basically – let me just give you – let me give you guys kind of how the – this is where the IT thing does actually come out a little bit. So so there are basically APIs that we use to show you graphs, to show you updates, and to show you all the different things that, that we show you. Um, You would always want one primary mover, whether it be your phone or the web app or iPad, um, and not multiples. Now, how you would pull the data, I don't know that. But Sarah is – I'm trying to explain something really <laughs> difficult, and Sarah is making it very difficult on me to do so. Um, Laura is right.
1: provoking me.
0: So I haven't really seen, I, I, I hope that the questions that people are seeing, it's kind of all a version of the same one question. And once you understand the flow that it goes from MyFitnessPal to Fitbit to the web app, to Polar to HealthKit to the web app, right? If your data is wrong, look into your health kit to see why it's pulling your data wrong into your health kit, right? Um, I think that will help people and will help you guys understand the process a little bit more. But if you think of it, there's two hubs, right? There's Fitbit and then there's Apple. And then there's all these things, MyFitnessPal, Polar, you know, that exist that connect into, health kit or Fitbit. And if you understand that, then that will help you quite a bit. All right. I think we can end on that note. Um, Hopefully this is helpful. My guess is there's still gonna be a level of pain. The thing that I would say to you is we're begging you to, we're begging to help you, right? But we can't help thousands of people with this gigantic dinosaur that takes 30 minutes to load. Every second we open it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh,
1: man.
0: like when trend sheets first came out, you know, we did not suspect that 5,000 people would want to use them. And actually 5,000 people never did use them. Right? I mean, there's there's definitely like a group where that became their religion. You know, it's not even close. It's not even close. Way more people use the app every single day than ever use the trend sheets, you know. Um, so I get that there's a comfort level with all this stuff, but if you can get beyond that comfort level, I think the reward will be you get to talk to LeBron James. No. No oh,
2: <laughs> See, now I thought the app was LeBron James. You know, you just put up.
0: That's true. <laughs> if anything, if anything... Brad is LeBron James, right? You know, he's good looking. He played basketball. Have
1: you seen his hair? Yeah. Have you seen his hair?
0: What well, I have to say. It's definitely way better than LeBron James's ha- hairline. Though LeBron James's hairline keeps getting better and better as you know. Um, uh, you know, he, he obviously can't afford a good hairline. Um, nice. That's a conversation for another day. All right, ladies, I appreciate you being here. I hope this is helpful. I do think it's not going to be for a lot of folks though. I really do because I think that ultimately you kind of get to a point where you're kind of comfortable where you're at and it, you know it's like what's the reward to go over this stream? Like and then what would you have to do to go over a lake? And what would you have to do to go over an ocean? You know?
1: Right.
0: For some people hooking up their Fitbit is just walking over a stream. They get their feet a little wet one day, no big deal. You know, some people, are like going over the ocean, you know?
2: Wait, they got a parachute too!
0: Yeah, so... I'll
2: just think, every time Facebook or Apple puts a change, like, you know, we talked about, you now have to, like, push the button twice instead of swiping to open air phone. That drove me crazy, but I learned.
0: Well, I mean... <laughs> I gotta use my phone. Famously, yeah. right? Like Steve Jobs, when it first came out, you know, the calls would disconnect, um, when you held the phone a certain way and they, mm-hmm. they asked Steve Jobs what he was gonna do about it, he said quit holding your phone that way. You know? Right, right. And I mean like ultimately they fixed it. Ultimately you want your stuff to be all intuitive, but I think that's our challenge. Our challenge is really to kind of expose you guys to, you know, the way that it works, but also, you know, remember what you bought, right? You bought, you bought interaction, you bought, you bought coaching and, and this gets you a deeper connection with us and you go, well, why can't I have a deeper connection my way? Well, you can, right? There's people charging $200 for that all the time, right? Right. But at our price point, we have to do it with a great amount of scale. All right, guys. I hope this was helpful. Um, It was so helpful. Talk to you guys later. It was fun to be a part. Everybody have a great weekend. I know know these weekends have been just amazing um, because the weeks, the last couple weeks have been pretty crazy. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye Bye now.
2: Bye.